All right, everyone, welcome back to episode, I think this is 11, if I'm not mistaken. It's either 11 or 12 of the Forgettables no, podcast. Because you recorded two. Yeah, so 11, you're right. Yeah. Uh, after a brief two-day period where I was going solo, we're back with our co-host, Rafi Husseini. Rafi, what up? What up, what up? Those two episodes are pretty nice. I listened to. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> all right um but today i just wanted to quickly touch on when you're building a podcast one of the things that you uh if if it's a podcast where you interview people you're gonna want to have guests on right and so mm-hmm. roughly you've done a pretty good job of getting some pretty solid guests on uh, i wanted to talk through your process how you're reaching out to people and uh any tips and advice you have for the rest of us please do yeah. share yeah absolutely man so I mean, I mean, I know it's from the last episode because the, the guy is from Malaysia, but he's in UK. It's interesting because so I follow uh, I follow uh, a lot of people on social media, especially on Instagram, right? And these are the people that I learn from, right? I I these are the people that I trust. These are the people that I know are are like well known in the industry. They're not like the BS people. And when they when like and, and there's some pretty big people out there there's a guy called alan aragon he's like a huge research guy I'm, i've subscribed to his monthly research uh thing as well that he sends out every um month he sends out one research email that combines a bunch of different research you know weightlifting bodybuilding different stuff he posted the infographic made by this guest that i had we learned food and i looked at we's profile and we doesn't have a big following you know, he barely has a thousand people but his stuff is like like pretty detailed he he is a very uh he's a he's doing his research he's doing his master's in sports nutrition in, in london and he's worked with like uh soccer teams women women's chelsea's women's team the west ham united uh coach uh their training coach he assists him with research and stuff as well so i just reached out to him i was like hey man you know we have this podcast and uh you know and and every time what i do is whenever i reach out to a guest i follow them and i like look over their stuff for some time before I even reach out to them, you know, because I want it to be a genuine reach out. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, just because this guy's popular, I want him, I want to reach out to him and get him on my podcast. You know, I want it to be something that I actually benefit from, you know, that I actually learn from. So I followed mm-hmm. him. I looked at his stuff and I was like, you know what, this is something that's really interesting. I never knew about this. A lot of the research, I'm like, you know what, I, I need to get him on my show. So I just reached out to him. And it's funny because I don't know if you saw me resharing his post, but this was his first ever podcast. Mm. And it's interesting. Like, I didn't even know that. And he even says that on his podcast, like, you know, I used to listen to this Iraqi podcast. And that's when you invited me to come over. I was excited to be here because I've never been invited on a podcast. And it was the first time I was like, oh, well, it's the first time for everything. So literally, it's just like all the people that I know, all the people that I follow, if it's someone that I don't follow, I follow them, I try to learn from them. It's just something like, meh, you know, it's like nothing big, then I don't really invite them. Uh, I mean, I mean, I do try to invite everyone, but there's a priority list, right? But really, it's I try reaching out to them. Uh, if it's like, if let's say, if you're trying to reach out to someone through Instagram, right? for example, they have like 500,000 followers or whatever. A lot of these people in the fitness industry, they do this Q&A, ask me a question, ask me a question, you know, I, I got some time, ask me a question. And some of these guys, I even put it in there. I was like, hey, will you be on my podcast? And they're like, yeah, sure, shoot me an email. And they just sent share their email with me. And so I shoot them an email. We figured out like this week I have a pro boxer coming in. He's a, he's a coach. He's a 
Uh, he he has his own gym in Garden City. Uh, Munif Salmani, he's a pro boxer. I have him coming on, and for the next couple of weeks, I have a bunch of guests that are lined up. So that's really the way to go, you know. Like I think you need to be genuine first of all, because you don't want it to be just like a like a show off thing, you know. Hey, I got this big guy to come, but in reality, it's just like more. You don't know nothing about what this guy is doing. You're just trying to get that fame or follow from his share. But for, I mean, people probably take that route and they think that, but I think to benefit you really, to benefit your podcast or benefit the conversation that you're going to have with the guest, it's very important that you understand who your guest is before you even invite them. I'm not even talking about research. I'm talking about like what they do and what, if they are providing value to you, then a hundred percent, you can, with their help, provide value to your listeners. So I think that would be something to start off with. Yeah, that's really, uh, really important. I think when people go in just trying to clout chase and try to build their following by leveraging other people, yeah. people can kind of sniff through that. And uh, not just that they can sniff through that, but the interview usually doesn't end up going too well. It'll just be like stupid questions, just the basics, uh, not really going deep and not really providing much value outside of like, would probably just be good things that, you know, they could probably just get on their profile anyway. So why should they come to this podcast and listen to, you know? So it's good that you um, mentioned that. And I think for the audience that's listening, uh, that's a really important point is that you have to know the person and actually do your homework, right? And actually, mm -hmm. if you follow them for a little while, you'll know how to talk to them, right? If you, uh, actually that brings me to the next question. Like, do you have like a script that you use when you're DMing them or emailing them? Or like, how, like what does that conversation look like? When, so first you follow them, you know, you like their stuff, you kind of get the, get an understanding of what their specialty is, that kind of thing. But then when you're ready to reach out, how do you actually do that? So it's funny because like, I don't know if you remember one of those uh, medium articles that I shared with you, right? And it was funny that they had this, and this was, I wasn't even doing it before I even read the article that uh, they always talk about like, they, they talked about like how you're supposed to reach out to your guests. It's like you reach out to them, telling them that how you're kind of like a fan of their work, kind of like, you know, uh, throwing some good words there and stuff like that. But I was already doing that. So every time I reached out to someone, I'd be like, hey, your work is really impressive. It has helped me a lot. You know, it definitely benefited me. I want to thank you for the work you're doing. Me and my friend are doing a podcast. Would you like to come on as a guest? That's literally what I do. I literally copy paste that to every single person that I've, I've done. And it's been a fair, it's been a fair response to that simple script or request so you're essentially just making sure that it's not a cold uh, email or a cold dm because they kind of recognize you because you're commenting or dming them already uh, oh, and then some of them yeah but most of these guys i mean yeah i'm i, I would say like the people that I reached out to like this guy was the first time ever i didn't have i didn't have him before uh Salvadi, i never reached out to him before Faris khan was not even as much, you know? So some of, like even the money, some money who's coming, I have never reached out to him before, but it's, a, I think it's, for me, it's like a genuine ask that hey, you're helping people, you're doing something good. I want you to come on my podcast and expand your knowledge to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, uh, I feel like people that are in that position, like nowadays, in the past, it was like you kind of guard your information, what you know, and you, you put it behind a paywall. But now it's like in order to gain trust, you have to be sharing the information and knowledge that you know. And so they're already doing that on Instagram or whatever they're on. And so this is just another way. If they actually believe in their mission, they actually want to benefit people. 
you know, a podcast, an invite to do a podcast is just another way to move that mission forward, right? So uh, I think if you get responses that are negative or people that are like, hey, yeah, uh, maybe come back to us when you have 100,000 followers or something like that, like that's when you know that this person isn't really, you know, maybe they're not the most genuine. I'm not saying that that means they might just be busy, right? That's another thing. You know that one message that I shared with you about those people, they're like, come back or something, remember? Yeah. So I, I don't think I don't think it was the fact that I'm not big enough for them. I think it's because like they're building a gym and mm-hmm. uh, someone else asked them for a podcast too. And they're like, yeah, you know, reach out to this email. We'll try our best for right now. All of our time is pretty much committed to uh, building the gym or whatever it is. So like you said, you know, it might not be the optimal time for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think for the person that's reaching out, don't let that get you discouraged. If you get a couple of people that say no right? Like people are busy and there's probably like a million things that are going on in their life. and Their sole purpose of existence is not to be on your podcast. You know what I mean? So don't get bummed out when people say no and you get rejected. Just that that means that person's at this time, not the best fit for your podcast. You just move on to the next one. Um, so yeah, I think that's really important. And you touched on some practical tips. I think people can walk away with, you know, how to actually start engaging people that they're, you know, kind of haven't engaged with. I know me personally, I don't really engage with, I follow a lot of, for example, for branding deep dive, I have a list of people that I want to reach out to Mm -hmm. and I follow them on Instagram, but I'm not on Instagram enough to actually interact with their content. Like I'll be on it for like five minutes here and there. And like, I'm not actually commenting on their post. I'll just share it with you guys. You know what I mean? Like I do that kind of just to save it because I know I want to look at that later. And so I'm not at what I should be doing is commenting like, Hey, this was really helpful or, you know, DMing them and saying, you know, creating those connections is what you're saying. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Create connections. Right. Uh, it's, and it's, again, it's more about not just creating connections, but like, it's just like a, it's, like, it's kind of like a black hole, but it's like a good black hole. Cause like, now you're just going more into more, like more people in the same field. It gets diverse for you. So now you have options to choose from. Out of like 10 people, you'll probably get one or two to agree to come to your podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of the interesting things was that like a lot of these people like came on this podcast, you know, we always, we always have like a couple minutes of conversations before and after the podcast ended. And they actually by themselves genuinely told us that they enjoyed the conversation. You know, it was really like a, intriguing like a really engaging conversation and and that's and that's literally what i want for the podcast for you know everyone to have an engagement an engaging conversation it shouldn't just be like us asking questions they're just like yeah whatever you know this dude's asking like same questions again i'll answer and be done you know i think that's what like kind of separates a podcast that how informative how engaging and even if you as a host and especially as a guest you're enjoying it and that's a big plus yeah, I think the, the big thing is like when you're being a host and you have people on, you have to make sure you have this curiosity that you ask questions and you keep digging deeper and finding out gems because your job is really just to make sure you get the best gems from that person, right? Mm-hmm. Or the best gems possible in that moment. And so if you're too focused on like your list of questions, I think we had this discussion before as well, but uh, if you get too focused on one thing or the other, then it hinders that creativity where like you start making connections in the conversation. I think the biggest thing as a host 
like the most important thing, hands down, is being fully present in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like just listening. I know it sounds so stupid. Like, yeah, of course you got to listen. But like, it really is because most people, they're not listening. They're waiting for their turn to speak. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they'll have their next point and they're just waiting for the person to stop talking and then they'll say it. Yep, that is true. And it sometimes happens that like for me personally as well, and it's happened so many times that I always get lost in conversation because like there's like so much information, but then I just bring myself back to it. And I'm like, you know what? No, no, like I got to focus because I mean, it's just like not like lost. It's like they're giving so much information that you're just like listening, listening, listening. Like I, I lose track of what I'm supposed to ask because like the conversation is so good, you know? Mm-hmm. that's good man like at, at the end of the day like you you i'm sure you want to drive home a couple points but like you want a good conversation and then you probably want one or two practical tips that people walk away with sure. like really more than that's going to be too much to walk you know like people aren't sitting there it's not a college lecture it's a discussion right so you want to get the gems you want to get the motivation you also want to get some practical things that you walk away with Uh, but at the end of the day like if the experience is not enjoyable for the guest like if they didn't have a good time uh coming on your show then you're going to have a really tough time growing and scaling because that rep will carry you know it'll travel that hey when i went down two three two five fit you know these guys didn't really treat me well they just waited for their turn to talk it wasn't really a good discussion and then people will find out and they won't want to be on your podcast but if you have that good discussion you build that brand, right? That, hey, when I go on this podcast, it's going to be a fun time, mm-hmm. right? Then you can start getting people to come back and have, you know, repeat episodes you do. You know, you can build relationships much better. But yeah, I mean, and it's it's very interesting that like, like I told you, I didn't even know, but some of these people have already agreed to like come back and do like a, like a series with me, you know? Like uh, Forrest Khan of like, you know what? I'm down to do like a whole athletic training and diet series with you. and. Uh, these are the things that, you know, I was talking to Isa and, you know, we can do like a whole CrossFit series. It's just interesting to know that these people are actually like, you know, agreeing to come. It's no longer about like just having a typical Q&A, you know, because I mean, pretty sure every, these, these people have probably been on like tons and tons of podcasts that just do the Q&A, you know, but now this is, I always tell them whenever I reach out to them with my question and everything, I always tell them that, hey, look, this is not your typical interview uh, podcast is going to be more discussion based in which we will incorporate some of these questions but it's like a, it's like a discussion based conversation and they're like cool with it mm-hmm. yeah that's really awesome that was good to hear may Allah grant you uh what's best for you i mean i think i think you guys should uh get on it man i mean i know that you said that you need to establish yourself first but i mean hey for me my website is still being built they didn't ask questions and it was just you know, it was just uh, a humbling thing that they just wanted to come on without even asking, hey, how many followers I got? What's your thing? Who, who listens to it? You know, they didn't care about that. They just wanted to be there to share their information. I'm pretty sure the people that you follow might be, might, are definitely the kind of people that want to help others, you know, when they give out all this free information. So give it Absolutely. a shot. Absolutely. No, I, I, the thing is the barrier that I'm running into right now and I'll be completely transparent with you is like, I know if I wanted to get the website up, I could get it. I could do all that stuff. That's not what's blocking me. What's yeah. blocking me is I know that like 
I have a co-host and I know he can't make it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. now I got to wait till he's available. And, and I'm like, I got to work through that. Whereas like, if it was just me, man, I would have just like, the thing is in the beginning, I needed a partner because I wouldn't have done it on my own. I just need, like, I was, you know, a little bit just scared. I needed a little bit of external motivation. I need someone to be yeah. there to push me to do it. Mm-hmm. At this point, now I'm like, man, having another person holding me back. Right. right and right. that goes for not just like, uh, not just like that podcast in particular, but like all the podcasts, all the projects that I'm a part of, uh, except for like the it newsletter. Yeah. And this one too, right? Like, so for the newsletter and this one, it's like the, the bottleneck in the process is not me anymore. Right. And so in, in operations and in, actually in, in like anything, you want to find out where the bottlenecks are and you want to, you know, eliminate those like bottlenecks, mm-hmm. meaning where is the work stopping in the process? And right. so if you can figure out like, Hey, the gap is here. The reason why we can't get more content out is because, you know, for example, I can't edit it in time. So, okay, now to fix that bottleneck, we need to get a team to edit. Or if the bottleneck is, you know, we can't get multiple people to, uh, our co-hosts can't be on at the same time. All right. So how do we eliminate that bottleneck? We either like got to have a tough conversation and just be like, okay, I'm going to start doing these without you. Like you might want to take your, like we might need to change our branding so that we're not both in the picture. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Or uh, that's just where my head's at right now. Like I, I have a lot of ideas. You know me, man. I'm like an mm-hmm. idea guy. Like I, yeah. if I had, I always like, I always think to myself, like, man, if I had like a team, if I had designers and like video guys and like, man, I would be, I would be doing so much stuff, right? And the bottleneck right now is just, I don't have the money. I can't pay for a team to do all that stuff. Uh, and so it's just really just the free time I have, I put into this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the goal is eventually, inshallah, like if this builds up and picks up enough steam and this can start funding itself, then you start expanding the team slowly, slowly. And then now you can put systems in place where it can, these podcasts can run without, needing all these different pieces in place before it starts. So uh, for the people that are listening, I know I kind of rambled on there. Uh, What I will say is this, that when you're starting any business or when you're in any business, uh, let me back up. When you're starting a business, especially if it's like your first couple of things you're doing, there's a little bit of fear that you have that like, oh man, like, should I do this? Or it's like, should I jump off the cliff? You know what I mean? Like, roughly you were there too. You know what I mean? It took you like a year. To actually like get the ball it rolling. Me, it you know took, mine was like so dumb. Sorry to cut you off, but like it just came uh, spot on. Mine was like so dumb that it was like right in front of my eyes. Like I kept, I was just trying to figure out like, hey, what am I good at? What am I good at? What am I good at? And while I'm thinking this, I'm already doing the stuff that I'm really, <laughs> that I'm good at is working out. And it took me a minute to figure out like, oh, okay, I guess this is, this is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, you got to think about uh, I don't, I don't think it was as much as like, I think you knew what you were good at, but it was like, man, like, where do I start with this? Yeah, you, know, you had all these other I, questions. I didn't think of it as like, man, like, okay, this is what I'm good at, but I'm good at it for myself. You know, I didn't think of it as like, I can benefit others, like, you know, maybe make something out of it. That's going to help others. Yeah. Yeah. But I think another, from what I remember our conversations, it was like, 
like even if i'm doing fitness like what do i do you know what i mean like should i be a personal trainer should i do this that the other thing it's just like dude just pick one thing and go with it right and uh, for me like i think in the beginning you need someone there that's like kind of pushes you like if you look at the hero's journey we're talking about stories right like the hero's journey is this concept where all stories essentially have this you know arc where you have a hero and he has his journey right and so so look at the hero's journey it, it starts with and you can think about any movie you've seen and you can probably place you know these pieces it starts with the hero he gets a call to action you know someone mm-hmm. says hey the you know for example uh your city's about to burn down you got to do something about it mm-hmm. or you know this is about to happen you got to do something mm-hmm. about it and then that call to action immediately is always followed by a refusal to the call of action you know what i mean like no one just immediately none of the heroes immediately just go yes okay i'll do this now i'm gonna be great now i'm gonna save the day you know what i mean it never it never is like that so when you're starting a business that first step you need someone there to kind of push you through that uh call to, initial call to action your initial call to action is mm-hmm. i have this idea i want to do it or someone else is you know saying hey like you're really good at this you should do this so that's your call to action right you're really good at fitness you help me lose 30 pounds or whatever you should be a fitness trainer you should share your content online okay now you have the refusal to the call of action i don't know man how am i going to do it like i don't know anything about podcasting i don't really know like i've never really i don't have any certifications all that stuff all those doubts start coming in that's when you need someone there that's you you need another person there externally to validate that hey this call to action is for you then the hero then he goes he's like all right like maybe it you know maybe i should do this and then he goes on the journey of self-discovery development learning the craft and then he comes back and fights the foe or whatever it is uh and then at the end of the story batman bro you're really describing batman because batman is every story if you like if you really break down the blocks it's like most narrative structures follow that same format. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not going to say it's every single movie. Or every they single always story. try, get beat up, they know where they're weak, and they come back stronger. You, you start with the status quo, which is like things are happening the way that they're happening. Then you get a call to action, and then the hero's like, nah, I don't know. Then it's like, you, you got to go, right? And so th- then the hero goes on this journey to develop themselves. And then when they come back to the status quo, they elevate the status quo right the world that they live in at the beginning is not the same world they live in at the end because of that journey they went through mm. you know what i mean they changed as individuals to then elevate their world and this kind of goes in 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 line with our concept of like if you want to change the world around you you have to change yourself you have to go on this journey of self development of growing yourself and actually taking action if you want to impact on anything outside of yourself. So first it starts with you. Right. And so again, back to my point, like I, I'm digressing a lot, but what I'm trying to get at is like in that beginning, I think it's important to have someone that kind of guides you and pushes you just like really just tells you to take the jump. Right. Once you get on that, you need someone there in the initial stages when you're starting, you still got doubts in the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Oh man, like, uh, you know, this is kind of tougher than it looks. I'm not getting the traction that I was thinking. Like no one's really watching this. You need some people there for that too. But then once you get motivated to a level where like you don't need external validation, then it's like, man, you don't need other people there to push you. Now you're just going off 
your like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I was made for. You know what I mean? This is like right. what I was built to do. I want to be the greatest in this ever. Like that's mm-hmm. what your motivation becomes. And then at that point, it's like, okay, anyone that's not on the same mission of being the greatest ever is holding me back. Right. You know what I mean? And so yeah. just, uh, just and- some things to think about if you're starting on any kind of business journey or any kind of journey in particular is like, even we had this discussion in the morning. Uh, we had Dr. Faraz Khan on our podcast Kings podcast, and he's talking about med school. And he said, I asked him, I was like, dude, uh, give some advice for the people that are in pre-med that are listening. He's like, when I started, I was a bio major. And then like, I didn't really do that well. And then after a year, I changed to biochem Hmm. and biochem didn't help me in the sense that, you know, it was better preparing me for med school, but what it did help me was it changed my circles into people that were pushing themselves every day, right? The people that are studying biochem, which are two of the, that's probably like the hardest degree there is. Those are people that are actually, that actually like learning. You know what I mean? They're actually motivated. And so being in that circle allowed me to really just from osmosis, from being there, inculcate that mentality and that allowed me to kind of uh, put me in a better position to succeed in the long run. So uh, I do think, whatever you're doing, it's important to surround yourself with people that will be that voice that guide you to that call to action. Like you have this call to action, you, you started on this journey, then you need some support. Like it's, it's the hero's journey. Like just think about it as the hero's journey. You, you need some people there with you. Uh, and so don't think you can do this all alone. But at the same time, once you get to a certain level, like you should be doing it all alone. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, definitely. And uh, I mean, this is a conversation that you and I had with you last week. You know, that my co-host is going to be on kind of like a break for two weeks. What do you think? Should I do it? I mean, you told me you told me I should go ahead and do it. And I might, you know, I might just keep going because it's more like conversation based. I'm not much worried about it. So I was going to say that. Why don't I mean, for you, does it matter if your co-host is there or not? For like maybe one or two episodes. What if you get a guest that's your side of specialization is in, you know, because I know Blumenau is more on the design Here's, side and stuff like that. That's a good point, right? So I genuinely believe that I can do a good job on my own. That might be overconfidence, but I do, I do respect the fact that my co-host brings a different aspect and a different lens to the conversation than I do. And that's why we were co-hosts right. in the first place. Like he looks at things different than I do. And he has a different lens and, and that's why it adds like a lo- another flavor to the conversation. So even if he's there and he didn't prepare, it's going to be a better conversation because he'll bring up some point that I didn't think of. Right. So right. that's my only hesitation is like, I know I can get a better product if he was there. Sure. sure Bob. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like you want, I mean, again, we just talked about it, like, you know, giving it a try. Right. So, I mean, see, I mean, again, it's up to you how it is, but see if you, if you want to, you know, make things work give it a shot and see how it goes from there. Now, another thing is that when you said, when you talked about this, giving it a shot, right? It literally was the same thing with uh, the way I reached out to all these guests. Remember we had this conversation, me and you early on, and I'm like, bro, I'm literally reaching out to all these guests and like <laughs> everyone's agreeing to come on. I'm like, what the heck is happening? You know, <laughs> it was like random. I didn't expect them to respond, bro, but they're like, yeah, sure, we'll come on. Yeah, sure, we'll come on. Yeah, sure. I was like, okay, well, I gave it a shot and it worked. So. I'm going to continue doing this. And even now with this whole, like, you know, I'm learning for my CPT. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm into this stuff, but I like, like, subhanAllah, even like, you know, 
from a from a spiritual perspective and from like uh just thinking about it i still don't know if this is for me you know although i'm like god knows better i still don't know if this is for me but this is something that i am more inclined towards and i'm going to try my best as i can to make the most out of it uh what do you mean by like spiritual perspective like like i don't know for sure that this is something that is for me in terms of like you know there's like so many aspects that comes with fitness you know like um i mean if you're, if you're working with like a female client for example right there's a whole a whole aspect to that you got to take care of because they send you pictures you gotta assess the body and everything else so i mean i could probably like cut that out be like the male only client for the most part but i mean that's that's like kind of like a gray area i would say but it's something that i don't know yet you know that's, uh, that's yeah. yeah yeah i definitely I don't, like like i know there's nothing wrong with it from a, a spiritual islamic perspective but it's just like you know i want to be able to do the best at the same time not compromising the things that i need to you know and then even then again i don't know if this is really the good feel for me in the end i'm gonna try just get my certifications try my best to you know personal training get clients and we'll see how it goes from there yeah, I definitely see the conflict when it comes to, uh, especially like female clients. Like I, I, I didn't realize you're talking about. I thought you were talking about to, podcast. I'm gonna have to uh, teach my wife some of the assessment and be like, "Hey, this client's gonna send a picture. Just look at these things and let me know." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you gotta think of ways around it. But I think, like, in regards to like podcasting in particular, like I, I don't see any problem with that right podcast, like, yeah i'm not you're I'm just not, increasing your knowledge like whole, yeah i was just talking about like the whole this field in itself you know because podcasting is just just the start of it you know it's like it's like i mean again you guys are brand new experts but this is my route to establishing myself as an expert or supposedly be an expert in the field so when so, so listen so listen like i believe pretty much like there's very few fields nowadays where like it's completely like hey this is legit you know what i mean like even if you look at branding marketing like there's a lot of like things going on in that space especially advertising where like it's very you don't want to be there you know what i mean so uh, and you you can take that to pretty much every space you're in right like i think nowadays the actual positive things like careers that will impact you positively aren't that easily accessible you know what i mean and so, i think it's important yeah i think it's important that people that do have that mindset mentality are people that have a say in these spaces so they can kind of shape the discussion and how it actually looks mm. right now if we're just kind of sitting on the outside saying hey this isn't good but you know people are still going to do it you know what i mean like why not figure out how to do it in the right way and create a platform for people that actually want that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, definitely that that's like a whole different route because again, for us uh, being a Muslim, I, I keep bringing that up a lot of time because that's what kind of like, not kind of, that was, that's what actually like separates us from the crowd, you know, when it comes to anything and everything we do. But there are also ways to be in the, in the religious criteria and still be able to perform your best and still be able to provide value to 100%. And that's something, like you said, we need to work on finding what's the best method possible and to provide the best value possible.
Absolutely. Anything else you want to touch on? No, uh, that was, that, this is a really good conversation. I actually wasn't thinking about it, but now, now that you asked me these questions, I was like, uh, one thing came to mind is that there was literally like a small moment of despair for me. And I was like, oh man, you know what? These couple, of, I sent an I sent an email to a few guys and they haven't responded. You know, I was like, oh man, they didn't respond to me. You know what am I gonna? <laughs> but I just realized this is like what a month into my podcast. I've already yeah. got like so many responses. I was like, why the heck am I like <laughs> worrying about like these two, three people not responding? It's not like I'm like freaking Joe Rogan level. I was like, what the heck? This dude like not gonna come on a podcast. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that reminds like, me of a story. Listen to this. Yeah. So I was listening to the Jordan Harbinger, Jordan Harbinger show and he interviewed Howie Mandel. I sent you this link. I think this is one of the best podcasts of his that I've listened to personally, like incredible. So on that episode, Howie Mandel, you know, is a stand-up comedian, TV host. Like he does a whole bunch of stuff. So he said in one of his stand-up sets that he did, he was performing and he's crushing it. Like absolutely just tearing it up. The whole stadium is like, you know, lit up. And he notices in the front row, there's a guy that's just, you know, he's not looking, he's not engaged. It just looks like he's not, you know, even listening, right? Mm-hmm. And so instead of focusing on all the people that are there supporting, cheering, he felt fo- like his mind just goes to that one person. And he just says it straight up in the, in the standup. He's like, hey, like, I'm crushing it over here. Why are you like, what's going on like why are you in the front row and not even like engaged you know what I mean? like what's what's your deal <laughs> and then the lady the lady next to him is like he's blind then, like the whole stadium just went silent you know what i mean like just imagine that like you just called someone out and turns out they're blind you know what i mean and so uh the point i'm trying to make here is that sometimes we focus on just that one little negative thing and mm-hmm. it drowns out the all the positive things that are happening right focus on the positives and be thankful for those and that'll kind of just ignore the negative man just like you don't need to pay attention to it but in that just to close out that story what ended up happening he's like i didn't even know what to do so i just like i literally i was like uh like why would you pay so much extra for a front row seat when you can't see it just like as a joke and everyone's kind of just like you know they're like okay let's move on you know but um like that's just, I was just trying to emphasize that a lot of times this is us. You know what I mean? Like we see mm-hmm. one dislike or one person that doesn't like our show, or one person that doesn't respond that ghosts us. You know what I mean? And we're just like the whole world hates us, and we start amplifying the negative. And what we what we should do is amplify the positive. And if you start amplifying the positive and being thankful for the positive, number one, it shows like you realize how much of that is out there. Mm. And then when you start doing that, it gives you like an insane confidence boost. It's like, wow, like people actually listen to what I'm, what I'm putting out there. You know what I mean? Like when you said that you listened to the two episodes I did, uh, like I wasn't expecting anyone to listen. So I'm, I'm actually on the analytics right now. And I got three, three downloads on those last two episodes. I'm like, dude, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which one of the, of this one? The two solo ones. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's good. I mean, that was probably one of them with me, but that was good. <laughs> yeah, it was probably just it probably recounted you three times or something, but yeah. All right, man. Anything else? No, man. Everything else good with you?
Good, good. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to episode 11. Have a nice day. Enjoy. Nice we'll see you night, tomorrow. You always keep messing that up. Nice night. Well, at night. well we released this at 9 a.m. Well, if you're listening at night, have a good night. If you're listening in the day, have a good day. Right. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah, have a good... All right. See you guys next time.